Right about now. Start it. This is a throwdown, a showdown. It's gonna go, 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 go. Beaming from Pacific Junction Hotel to Earth. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me sure. You're now listening to Three for Everything. We're back. Another episode of Ray for Everything in a Tiff. In the studio again. Um, P, as always. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's um, not going to talk about the weather, but it's not nice out. It's wet. It's wet. I got That's wet. That's what she said. Oh, man. <laughs> Already getting that explicit rating <laughs> right off the bat. Not even 30 <laughs> seconds in. Already a hard R. And with us again, fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite. A favorite white person. <laughs> My favorite white person. <laughs> Michael Bowles. Fan favorite, do I get like mail and stuff? Sure. Nice. Sure. Your Twitter following, I'm sure, is huge. Now. It's gigantic. It's huge. Oh, we should mention, though, the Mind You Punk Band Twitter account again, though. Oh, thanks. Have you done any tweets on there recently? I have done a few, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's still going. I'm so curious. What are some recent names for my oh. new punk band? Should I look Can't. them up? Yeah, look them up. Because you can't remember? remember. Because I'm you're drinking? Drunk. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Are all of your my new punk band tweets drunk? Just asking. <laughs> we're a friend. Not all, no. But, uh, but most. The best ones. Is that how it started in the first place? <laughs> um, no, I think it started at work. I just said that to somebody one too many times. That's my new punk band. All right, it's loading. <laughs> I'm just going to apologize in advance for my coughing, but I'm going to try to keep it off mic. I'm not sick. It's just, uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> just a scratchy throat. I hope you're okay. I'm, fi- I'm fine. I feel fine. It's just I'd a, have to make friends tickle. with another brown guy to replace you. Oh, damn it. Uh, it's just a Can we start working on your skill set right now, just in case skill? we need to you know, replace I'm you? Irrepl- irrep- irreplaceable. <laughs> Listen. Are you irreplaceable? You're not a Beyonce you song. To say irreplaceable. <laughs> no one's irreplaceable. People are replaceable. You are unique. However, I would replace you. So, <laughs> what would the attributes be? Brown hipster likes Jay's ball see, caps. I don't like this brown hipster thing because it's <laughs> not something I've like curated or anything like. The the problem is you're all a bunch of racists <laughs> and like you just you only know brown people that work in IT and just wear like blue shirts and like I grew up in Scarborough and Docker. I'm sorry. All right, or wear hip hop gear head to toe, right? You know. I think half of the people I so knew were brown. So if someone wears a button down shirt uh, and a and a baseball cap now and then, I'm not a hipster. I'm not. All right. So a couple of recent my new punk band names. Although I think you should add brown hipster. Brown hipster, that is a good yeah. one, actually. I'm sure that's probably taken that URL even. Brown yeah, um, Gas Station Sushi. What's the origin of Gas Station it Sushi? Was, it was on a TV show, and I can't remember The Muppets was. is what you've added. Oh, right, it, it was on the, yeah. Are you watching the new Muppets? It's, aren't you? Um, it's pretty fun. It, 
Is it? Yeah, I know. It's okay. Call me names. Whatever. No, no. I don't. I just like. (laughs) No, uh, no. Convince me. Sell it to me. I just. It's a little more grown up humor. Like, you know, a little more grown up humor was getting into the movies. The last couple of movies. Yes. Which, yes, I've seen as well. Yeah, I I saw the first uh, The Muppets. Like it was just called The the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. That was just called The Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That was good ish. But it was like. (laughs) Too much Jason Siegel and yeah. not enough Muppets. Yeah, this uh, is all Muppets me. pretty much with a couple of little guest stars. But yeah, it's done as a late night talk show, right? With a little romantic tension, uh, Piggy and Kermit have broken up. Yeah, no, like uh, I think we had a guest on the show that just said like we don't need uh, all these like backstories for the Muppets. Yeah. Like we just need the Muppets. Fair. And uh, but. Are kids interested in the Muppets? Like, do kids care what... Yeah, I don't think this show is for the kids. This is for the grown-up fans of the old show. But I don't want... Alice Cooper on and think it was normal. Right, right. But you can't do that anymore, right? (laughs) No, now it's Dave Grohl having a drum-off with Animal. Yeah. The Foo Fighters canceled their tour. I didn't read the details of it. Interesting. But I... the Queens of the Stone Age thing? I don't know, but I read about it on another guy's Twitter... Speaking of things that we all decided we didn't need, the new Peanuts movie, I read about it on the Twitter account of Trombone Shorty, who is apparently... uh, My next new punk band? (laughs) Also a great name, but it's this guy who's like a jazz trombone musician who is the voice of the parents of the Peanuts movie. So while I have no desire to see the movie, I kind of want a Trombone Shorty Supercut because <laughs> the other thing this guy does on his Twitter account is a bunch of hot hashtag wah 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 <laughs> like WAH trombone shorty does yeah. this on his Twitter feed yeah oh, so nice. like on his Twitter feed he has the hashtag WAH 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 it's, it's funny he's can, my new I, favorite thing well I could picture trombone shorty like 10 years ago and like him being like teased and made fun of just being like hey man why are you doing that ch- peanuts like Charlie Brown noise like that's so lame like that's so unoriginal and like now. And he's just like, one day yeah, it'll pay one off. Day, yeah. yeah, He did it for 10,000 hours, yeah. and now he's a master. Yeah. Playing, the long, wah, wah, wah. playing the long game on this one. Yeah. It'll yeah. come back. You never know. They say, what is it? Uh, luck is opportunity and being prepared. Times a thousand. Yeah. There you go. So kids out there playing trombones, messing up your pants when you clean out your, you know, spit situation. <laughs> spit you never know. I wasn't belt. sure where that was going. Yeah. Hey. I just... I he doesn't you play never the trombone. Know. He doesn't <laughs> play the trombone. You could be in the next uh, Peanuts movie reboot anywhere <laughs> from 10 to 15 years from now. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> doubt it. They still didn't introduce a brown character yet into it, so they only have the one black Just guy. Just the one black guy? Yeah. Franklin? No, I don't know. I Actually, I do believe that's his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was also a Franklin in... Uh, and if it isn't, I'll correct it in the summary of the show. I bet it's more diverse in the new movie. Yeah, I would bet Peppermint Patty finally came out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I w- I wish she would. I think she'd be happier. Her and I didn't even know what a lesbian was, but I'm, I knew that she was gay. <laughs> like when I was a child, I'm like, that's a, I don't know what that is, but she likes women. I feel like Peppermint Patty was just maybe more trans than actually a lesbian. I just feel like well, it was the comfortable shoes. Yeah, that was the, the giveaway to yeah. me. Always wearing comfortable shoes. It was more her relationship with Marcy that made her seem more lesbian than actually. Yeah. And she was the butch, right? She was just very like telling Marcy what to do all the time. and Could have been an abusive relationship. We don't know. <laughs> don't know. And I 
almost feel like uh, Schroeder was asexual. Because he just wanted to play that piano. He just well, wanted to like, like bang on them I, keys. I feel it was like an autism thing. Like uh-huh. he just like couldn't connect with the world. Either or, but he didn't seem to have any desire for any kind of, you know, relationship. Interpersonal relationship, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Who really like deep for a second. Well, it's just weird. Uh, we all know peanuts, but who really like likes peanuts? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, but who really knows peanuts? But uh, who also really knows peanuts? <laughs> yeah. Like we all. Charles Schultz. We I all guess. know That's Garfield, it. but do we like Garfield? But we all know Garfield. <laughs> he <laughs> hates Mondays and loves loves lasagna. Loves lasagna. <laughs> who I think it might be a little unfair to compare that. peanuts to to Garfield. Hey, they were both in my Saturday morning Fair. like Fair. propaganda Fair. newspaper. Oh, do you <laughs> have like can we do another Andy Cap joke like we did last time? Too many callbacks already in this episode. 100%. Maybe we'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to flip through some comic strips right now. Yeah, I don't know. Do they still have comic strips? Oh, fuck Marmaduke. Um, <laughs> there you have it. Um, Family Circus. Family Circus. Heathcliff. Adam. For better or for worse. High and Lois. For better or for <laughs> worse. Yeah. High and Lois. No, really? Remember Shoe? Nice. Remember anyone? No. Shoe? Boondocks. Wow. Boondocks. How about yeah. DC? That was the one DC where the guy yeah. went crazy and became like some evangelical Christian nut What? Job. Yeah, it went completely Is he still Christian doing a strip? Now. I don't know. If where do I subscribe? He's, he's probably <laughs> shooting up abortion clinics now. <laughs> oh, hey. hey. Hot topic. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Hot topic. Sorry. Too soon. It's an election year and everything. Um... Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, maybe we'll talk about movies. Hooray for everything.
And we're back. Um, Pete, this week I saw a movie. Do tell. Um, I'm, I'm trying to drop the ums. The works of Hugh Grant. Um, I mean, with most notably being uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral? Or... About a boy, maybe? No. Love Actually? Uh, Love Actually, yeah. That's yeah. I'd say that's uh, New School Hugh Grant. Yeah. What's the one with uh, uh, Julia Roberts and... Notting, Notting Hill. Hill. Notting Hill. That's what I, I enjoy. That's like a weird rom-com that doesn't fit the formula of a rom-com. If I said this on this podcast that I'm a big Julia Roberts fan, has that come out to public knowledge yet? No, mm-hmm. but new to me. I'm uh, interested. Do uh, tell. I, I think it collides with the 90s and she would appear on Letterman. And she was so charming and so like came across as so endearing. And <laughs> like, I don't know if she was being genuine or n- like it just like. This the uncontrollable per- laughing. Yeah, just <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, she's so great. And like, and then in these movies and then she made this. Uh, movie where it's like she's you know sort of parodying herself in some sort of way you know before meta was a yeah, term that people used term. Yeah, yeah correct and I just like oh this is a, a good movie and and uh, Hugh Grant was in it um, but I saw a Hugh Grant film and it's new school Hugh Grant movies where he's like he partnered with this director I, I should look it up and he's done like three movies with him um, and I haven't seen any of those other ones. Is it the movie with him and Marissa Tomei? That's the one. I heard about know? this. So th- the other ones with this director he's done are Two Week Notice, which I've never seen, Music and Lyrics, which I've never seen, and Did You Hear About the Morgans, which I don't know any of these titles. Like, I never <laughs> knew. Um, so Two Weeks Notice was him and Sandra Bullock. Oh. Did right, You Hear About the Morgans was him and Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. And the other one I didn't see either. Okay. Uh, this one is with Marissa Tomei. Uh, the fourth film with this director, who is uh, Mark Lawrence, I don't know. Um, I didn't like it, but then I, you know, when you do, I, I, but I love movies, so I will watch a movie and try to hone in on something that I like in the movie. Uh, the acting of Hugh Grant is very interesting. If you watch any of his. It's like anti-acting. Like he's ver- like his body language is very like bad. He like it's very closed off, and it's like mumbling and stuttering. I think the word you're looking for is British. <laughs> no, okay, but there's other British actors that project and like Fair. command yeah. and like come on, like uh, uh, Daniel Craig or uh, like Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say Sherlock, but I, the name wasn't coming to me. <laughs> or or David Oyelowo. He's very well. He also, mm-hmm. the black guy uh, from Selma. Oh, okay. Or <coughs> Chiwetelo Ejiofor, <laughs> the other black guy from <laughs> uh, Serenity. It's <laughs> Firefly. It's Is this the white guy explaining? Hugh, yeah. Hugh yeah. Grant. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm black explaining yeah. to Michael right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Grant is, but it's not bad. He's good. And you like, he like carries this movie. Marissa Tomei is playing the like alternate love interest that he eventually falls in love with. I'm not giving anything away. If you can't follow the plot in the first two minutes of the movie, then <laughs> yeah, you know, you you need to get out more. But it's just like uh, so bad. There's one character that he like hooks up with first. They don't even say her last name in it. Like it's just like 
Jennifer or something like that. But like watching uh, him in it was like, he's really good. He's really, really good. And it's like his hair is graying. He's looking a little busted now. Like he's not as like, but he's still like handsome, British, ha- British handsome. <laughs> um, and uh, but I would say definitely pass. And Marissa Tomei doing her Marissa Tomei uh quirky uh, is it quirky i don't know, even know what she it's just like does her tv acting in a movie but it's not a movie the whole movie was like a lifetime movie listen between my cousin Viz- Vinny and what was the one the M- spike lee one jungle fever jungle fever yeah i i feel like she's got a pass no so. no she gets a pass she gets yeah. she totally gets a pass but it, it was just like her character was so like Mr. Turtlepool, like sh- shallow depth, <laughs> like there was yeah. nothing. But I feel like if roles for women were the way they were for men, she would be more of a John Turturro and less of a Marissa Tomei. If sure. you know what I'm saying. Sure. Well, that, that that's good. yes, I do. It's good. It's good. Nice. Um, are you saying because they're both Italian? Um, <laughs> Racist. Racist. Also, the Spike Lee connection, <laughs> but just more of a. They've done everything from like your sure. traditional rom com to something a bit either weirder or grittier. And sure. while there's still an element of John Turturro is kind of always the same guy, if only because of his physicality, that he kind of looks like something Tim Burton would build <laughs> out of like pipe cleaners and you know, styrofoam balls. <laughs> she's, she's essentially, she's, yeah, she's, she's beautiful, but she's like. <laughs> the kind of beautiful that is still beautiful now in a different way from what it was then. She almost was your proto maxi or not max manic pixie dream girl. Like oh, she okay. was that, you know, adorable brunette from, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And she's still that now in a different way. Like she's been on empire as yeah, as this shit. like boss as lesbian investor chick oh, yeah. from a VC who invests in the Lion Empire and like aligns with both Cookie and I'm you know what we're going too deep on Empire. The point is <laughs> she can do a lot of things and she's very adaptable. However, at her core, she's just get me Marissa Tomei. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, she's that, welcome in everything. Yeah. Like I, I'm not recoiling when I see her. Sometimes when someone pops up on a show or in a movie, I'm like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, like, I get that somehow your publicist, agent, whatever, yeah. someone got you in here. You don't make sense here. No, no. And then some people do make sense. Like I was just watching today on a show. Wanda Sykes is going to be on like a six to eight episode arc on Blackish. Makes total oh, sense really? because she's going to be on the business side of it, not on like the, you know, friends with the wife side. She's going to be in the office. Oh, in the ad agency. Mixing yeah, it yeah, with yeah, people. Nice. Looks hilarious. The the clip that they had on the show I watched showed her telling the two black guys and the woman to come to the front of the meeting room. So they were introducing her to the office and wouldn't she that, was like, one of the why, why is everyone though? at the back? Why, why are the two brothers and the woman at the back? She's like, get up here. Have your Rosa Parks moment. Would, like, I, I'm be, ready. I'm going to be. I set Blackish to record like all episodes that are coming up. Like, I'm sold. Like flip that if like some white CEO <laughs> is in front and he's just like, you like, can you guys get up front <laughs> like a little bit? But I've never seen that. I've never seen yeah. that. That's but funny. yeah. So anyway, Marissa Tomei, welcome in everything. No, no. It, just the movie. I love her. The movie itself was just very predictable it's just funny she plays an adult single mother character like bettering her life at at this university where uh hugh grant is teaching 
and then like she keeps mentioning her kids like but then it's like she works at the bookstore during the day then at <gasps> night she turns out and works at the restaurant okay like, sorry at night. Yeah. i know i got excited i know <laughs> michael got excited right. i mean i had both those jobs. now i want to see this you guys worked at a college bookstore no. no college bookstores i think are an, uh, different, different yeah. it's a different beast it's a different beast but we worked at a bookstore near at a bookstore near a college absolutely so yeah they can the character kept mentioning her kids and then they only showed the kids once and they were just dancing in a studio on campus with the mom doing like hey i'm a cool mom and we're all dancing i'm dancing with my kids <laughs> this choreographed thing and i was just like this is the worst and then hugh grant's looking in the window and seeing this and it's just like it had no <laughs> <laughs> like it's as if they just dropped it in. Like you're no longer selling this movie. Well, like. it's just uh, <laughs> it was just like let's just watch something. Let's watch something fun. Like not <laughs> think about it. So there's something about it you liked, but you can't put your finger I'm on it. I'm Hugh Grant. I love Hugh Grant. Uh, I will go back. I will go deep into Hugh Grant, uh, into his uh, previous, <laughs> previous. Uh, don't look at me that <laughs> way. I meant it as his his film work. I do think he's a good actor. I, d I, I would say he doesn't get enough credit. That's what I would say. That's what I would Sorry, say. I'm just emailing myself, go deep into Hugh Grant <laughs> for a possible title for this episode. I'm actually going to assign you guys some homework to watch some pre-Four Weddings and a Funeral Hugh Grant. Okay, yeah, in I'm saying. Lair of the White Worm. What? Yeah. A Ken Russell horror movie. Yes, yeah. Uh, based on a Bram Stoker book. Yeah. That is terrible and fantastic at the same it's time. It's like a Brazil, like takes place in Brazil or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. in England, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but I want to see that. Hugh Grant was also Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. This was early Hugh Grant. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch a lot of Hugh Grant, I think. I would love him in some sort of, you know, multi-ethnic, multi-racial rom-com. I think that would be fun. He d but he just, d like... It's like because he does like, but he does like sort of the awkward <laughs> yeah. stumbling across yeah. boundaries, whether awkward they be social, yeah. socioeconomic, whatever. He does that really well. But in any of his movies, I feel like him in a Viola Davis kind of rom com that would be hilarious <laughs> and also a lot of teachable moments. What yeah, when right th this is the, this is when I'm going back. Like I got to go back and watch his movies. I feel in any movie that he's in, you're not really rooting for him. <laughs> You're rooting for his hair. Yeah, his <laughs> hair is his hair game is pretty tight. Like it's I don't know what I don't know what uh Yeah, Bridget Jones, you're rooting for him to get that punch in the face. Okay. Yeah, and that's the same with this one. You're like, oh this guy's a jerk. Like you're not rooting for him. Um I'm trying to think if in that Julia Roberts movie you're not you're rooting for Julia Roberts, but I'm always rooting for Julia Roberts. Aren't we all? I've been rooting for her since Flatliners. Flatliners, yeah. Oh, they should do a remake. Wow. They should do a remake. Is that yeah. Jason they Patrick? Doing, they were doing a remake. Re really? Yeah. Why do I remember Jason Patrick from that, <laughs> not Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah, I always think Kiefer Sutherland. I always yeah. think Jason Patrick. That's so weird. Kiefer Sutherland. I, I forgot Julia Roberts was in that. Because I always go back to Mystic Pizza. Or am I thinking Jacob's Ladder? That's there was two movies about, um, like, Going Beyond the Veil that came out yeah. around the same time. Yeah, I don't think Jason Patrick was in it. Okay. Jacob's Platt. Was in Jacob's Ladder? No. Oh, was Flatliners. in... Flatliners. Okay, Flatliners. That was 
as as our horror slash alternative expert (laughs) will need you to do some research for next time to come back on the differences between Jacob's Ladder and Flatliners. (laughs) Aside from the fact that you get to see most of Julie Roberts' chest as they hook her up to stuff. Which I believe that was one of the exciting things from the trailers. (laughs) That's that's true. That's true. Interesting. Um, Maybe we'll take a break, play some hip hop, because that fits. And we'll come back. Hooray for everything. Basquiat Ghost Rider. KO in the Luna Park. The whole livery line, all like this, with the big money all crushed into these feet. A lot of Bowery bums used to be executives. Paper soup, build a fort, set that on fire. Most young kings get their heads cut off. KO in the Luna Park, freeze frame on a drunk in the piazza. That's what we have for pigeons. Go hard like I'm saying, feel paint. Ain't no blanket, pick what they thinking. I will ride for this real in every single way. LTPFJ, Freedom May Day. See, Poopy, that's my fun muckin' nigga. He love computer games, smoky, I ain't playing with him. Y'all see Flacco based on a hood, Black Thriller. Baba Sanko for Benny Collins, my necklace. Ain't no hate checks, ain't no distance. Life is too real, gone with the bullshit. Hey, Huxley, what you smoking? Don't let the arcade put you in the coma. Go hard, yeah. Lean Granton, my fun mucking nigga. He like computer games, I'm playing with the children. Baba San Coco, Benetonis, my niggas. KO in the Luna Park. The whole livery line bow like this with that big money all crushed into these feet. A lot of Bowery bums used to be executives. Paper suit, build a fort, set that on fire. One sports, two opera, three weapons. KO in the Luna Park, freeze frame on a drunk in the piazza. That's what we have for Hollywood Africans. Popcorn, sugarcane, tax-free heroism, 200 yen, gangsterism, origin of cotton, power plus money, value without nobility. So hard, yeah. ain't no blanket. Think what they think. I will ride for this real in every single way. Love, truth, peace, freedom, justice, every day. I see they got the arcade jitters, computer comas. I ain't playing with them. Basquiat Bay, Gray, Baba Sankofa, Nuggets. KO in the Luna Park, freeze frame. The whole livery line bow like this with the big money all crushed into these feet. And we're back. Hooray for everything. It's, it's holiday season, so we've just been lackadaisically trying to do episodes. And real life going on, too, right? Yeah, and also, I mean, what seemed like holding back because of laziness on my side now seems like a good plan because we'll have fresh content between now and the end of 2015. Sure. No, yeah. It's Bank him? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I was wondering, Mike, um, it popped into my head before the break. Uh, when was the last time you, uh, being the horror, f- our resident horror fan, that's <laughs> what we have to introduce you as, <laughs> is, uh, have you, do you go to, s- not that, you, is it a horror, is it a horror store? Yeah, I guess it is. It, it, well, it's not just horror. But they, they have a strong, yeah, Suspect <laughs> yeah. Video in yeah. the annex. Like, good for them keeping it going. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe they should start their Kickstarter campaign right now because when they tear like Honest Ed's and everything down, that oh. like they have like rentals, like a a new space or whatever, yeah. like they can afford the rent. Yeah, I'm pretty concerned for them. Ashley. I feel like just a combination of a small pop up location and a really good Shopify store for rental. Yeah, they didn't, but their their website is still circa 1998. 
Like it's not. Wow, they have a website. Yeah, they do. <laughs> well, it's just like more I, advanced than I, I think it's like a two-page like their phone number, and it's like just a GIF, <laughs> not even animated. GIF uh, or GIF? GIF? Are you you're GIF? a GIF guy? Somebody told me I'm it was a GIF, not long ago, but it's. Okay, let's not get into I'm the whole. It stands for I'm graphics not. and interchange format. We're not doing that right now. Yeah, We're not, not doing that. Much. We're not doing that. Point is, I feel like they do have a library that may not be available on the Netflix of the world. So they could even go back to like a web one dot whatever version of Video Van Gogh was a service that was briefly available over 20 years ago. You could like order a video and Colonel's popcorn to your house and like you would rent a DVD Toronto or Base? whatever. Uh, we had it in Scarborough okay. like a very long time so ago. So a website, you fill out a form. Some like it was somehow I don't even know if you filled out a form or called. Oh. It may have even been like wow. pre website. But anyway, I feel like the suspect library could be accessed through some kind of format like that and like a small kind of like pop up in the front of somebody else's storefront. Like yeah. maybe they could go into um, you know, play to record or one of the other what's the other um actual store that Sonic, sells music? Sonic Sonic Boom. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And just or be like a little table within there and have some titles. Yeah. And then have the rest available through that service. Like Even you get the, the general info? store at the Drake or something yeah. like that. Like, oh my God, such yeah. a good idea. We, why am I just spilling this tea on the <laughs> internet? <laughs> we need to contact them. That's not cool, man. That's selling out. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 We haven't mopped the floor in <laughs> well, here since <laughs> 1995. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's yeah, just that like, place it's is the like same black painted plywood and chicken wire. Yeah, it's like the exact same since I was a kid. Yeah. The exact same. Like it hasn't changed. Yeah, which is what I love about it. So, yeah, I was there just last weekend, Ashley. (laughs) And uh, I hadn't been there in a long time. But last time I was unemployed, I was there a lot. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they have a library that it would be a real shame. Like, they could make some money selling that stuff on eBay to guys like me. Sure. But then one guy has (laughs) movies. It's a a repository that is probably unparalleled. I get uncomfortable in there because I'm the only one in there when I go in there. So I like look at the new release wall and yeah. then I just sort of like quietly leave. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, if I get a chance to pop in on a Saturday and it's busy and there's more more people in there, then I'll go deep into the like the video, uh, the folders that yeah. they and they still rent out VHS tapes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And they have yeah. like create like uh, I don't know if it's a thing anymore because people just with YouTube YouTube stuff says the old man, <laughs> but they have like these like VHS party tapes where it's like spliced up clips of like. 80s commercials and like cartoons and like they're just all on one videotape like when they tried to make mix video music video hip-hop mixtapes on video a thing (laughs) this is the same era i don't know what era that was but that was an era and so they have these like party mixtape videos that you just play you you know you run in your vcr if you still have a vcr (laughs) and uh they were hilarious they're like uh I think they released on DVD <laughs> by now. Excuse me. <coughs> the Brady Bunch Variety Show. <laughs> oh. Did you have you guys ever heard of that? No. So um, I can picture it though. Right now, my eyes are open as wide as <laughs> an anime character. So this do is, tell. Okay. So after the Brady Bunch, uh, you guys have heard the like story of the fake Jan. Like, have you ever heard of that mythology in the Brady Bunch uh, no. ethos? Was she like a life model decoy? So, uh, um, that's good. Uh, <laughs> no, that that's funny. Um, I acknowledge that joke, but I, I'm just trying to remember the story. 
They, so after the show, <laughs> but I'm not sure if like, does the Brady Brides remind you? Of it? Oh yeah. Okay. So there was like the Brady Bunch, and then there was like the TV. Yeah, specials. like there was a yeah. spi- there was a spinoff series, or like tried to be, or it was just a movie of the Brady Brides. They get married, yeah. and the cast, uh, the rest of the cast periodically appears. But I don't know if it's before that or after that. I don't know if it aired in Canada because I don't remember watching it at all. But on this videotape, and now they have it on DVD, like Rhino released it. It's like all the members of the Brady Bunch, but they're hosting like a Donnie and Marie like <laughs> variety show. It wasn't just clips from the Brady Bunch no, when they were like the in act- pantsuits yeah, it's singing the on actual TV. Actual people, but then Jan, the actress, I don't, I can't, I don't know her name. She, Eve uh, Plum. Plum, Eve Plum, good pull. No, that's exactly it. Good job there. Thank you. Thank um, you. She decided not to be in it because I thought she probably thought her career was going to take off at that point, <laughs> like after yeah. the Brady Bunch. But she surpri- didn't be surprisingly, no one, no one did, uh, really. Um, and then it was produced by the guys that did HR Puff and stuff. No, oh man, the yeah. Croft, the Croft brothers, brothers. Yeah, Sid shit. and Marty Croft. So it's like super Technicolor. You like just went <laughs> really deep here. I don't even know where he's taking us today, yeah, really. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm the yeah. only guy who doesn't get high who knows the Croft Brothers. Yeah, so yeah. Th- this is a real this thing. This is a good trip today. I'm this loving This is a real this. thing. Yeah. It's like a trip without drugs right now. <laughs> People often ask me, how do I find these things? I don't know. These things find me. This is pre-internet. Like, I, I just... Uh, That's such a hipster thing to no, say. How dare you? <laughs> um, <laughs> but the brown hipster no, because again. No, because there's like, there's a section, there's a section in there where it's like, Miscellaneous and other, <laughs> because they have a section called Mondo. Oh, and then this, yeah, and yeah, don't look in that. Yeah, section. and then there's a don't there's a there. section beside it called Miscellaneous, and I think it's in the Miscellaneous <laughs> section. And I'm like Brady Bunch Variety Show. What is it? and like, uh, yeah. So that sign me up. Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. That that store is excellent, but uh, it's not. Uh, it's a r- it's a time capsule too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a decreasing niche. If you were going to film a sequel to High Fidelity, (laughs) that is the one location on Earth that I know of that you could feasibly do it without having to do any kind of set dressing or whatever. Like, this is it. And someone would walk in saying, I would like to see Crossroads featuring Britney Spears. The director's cut. (laughs) Written by Shonda Rhimes, apparently. Oh, interesting. Yeah. She kept her name. She kept her name on it. I believe so. Okay. Uh, but point is <laughs> that would be the one that the Jack Black character would mock you. Oh yeah, and make you leave the store. He would I, hand you Crossroads, starring Ralph Macchio. Yeah. I just don't know who would be the Jack Black character in the new video DVD reboot of High Fidelity. Would it be? Would it have to be Canadian centric? Ah, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's maybe think like a JB Smoove. Maybe if we, because okay, I feel I'm like every go, movie now go, has like a black eye in it. I'm gonna go on the record. I've yeah. never seen a black person in suspect video. <laughs> it's true. Going on the record. But I've been it's, in. It's I've been in there. I've never it's seen you in there. Punk pinup <laughs> girls. Yeah, I've never. So seen So except you in. for me, I believe that you. Am have I been the there. only black person who's ever crossed the threshold? I've also never seen a brown person in there except me. Interesting. Yeah, that's all. I'm just I'll, saying. I'll allow it. Yeah. So that's why the JB Smooth casting wouldn't work. Okay. For me, that's all. All right. But if they're deliberately casting to be diverse now, because when they look at the sure. metrics of 2015 and realize, yes. oh, no, Jem made no money, but Straight Outta Compton made all the money. What did we do wrong? And <laughs> where people are very binary and they didn't just look at, oh, this is actually a good story that, you know, 
the characters that are real life people in the story exist today, <laughs> they're still doing interesting things versus, you know, Gem, they took a good story and messed it up and made it live action and didn't have half of the characters that made the show interesting. I don't I don't wanna like I don't want to talk about Jem, but we'll talk about it. It, it was just a I flop. Liked, I like Jem. Yeah. Well, it's one of the biggest disasters yeah. in movie history. Well, I, I'm not going to say biggest. I mean, there's, but it was there's still the Ishtar. There's still Ishtar. They pulled, yeah, well, they pulled yeah. it from theaters within a week or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it was unprecedented. Yeah. It was just, that was one of the things I was thinking of when we do maybe next week our, you know, top lists of 2015, like top things we don't regret not doing this year. Because we try to be positive, but we also need to acknowledge you can't do everything. And I'm okay that I missed Gem. Because when I first heard <laughs> that a Gem movie was coming out... I was excited. I was so jazzed. I was excited. So jazzed. But I was actually more excited to see who would be like the Misfits than like the Gem. But I watched the trailer and, and I'm holograms. like, this is not yet. Like, it's like the Transformers. I'm like, this is not the Transformers. And they didn't even make it like a satire satire. Like, Josie and the Pussycats, that movie was actually yeah. genius. Yeah, it's over that the top. That movie, the top. I can watch it yeah, like any given day. And... Yeah. Hello, let's remember, it has the incomparable Rosario Dawson in it, who's amazing and everything, and has not aged a day since kids. Like, she still looks amazing. Even in Clerks 2, she was good. I know. Even in Scrubs and Jessica Jones, I'm like, (laughs) I would still throw things in her. Yeah. (laughs) She's amazing. I love Rosario Dawson. So good. good. She's great. Yeah. I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> Don't apologize. <laughs> Mike, have you caught any of uh, Jessica Jones? We, we I just on. watched the first one, and I don't, I'm a little bit ashamed to say I don't know the character at all, so it was completely new to me, and I still don't 100% know what's going on. That's what a lot of people said about Iron Man many years ago, so yeah, yeah. it's okay. It's, it's fine. I th- you don't have to, it doesn't matter, I would say. It's almost better. It's better. Yeah. yeah. It's no, like, yeah, I'm interested do you want a character like that, or do you want, oh, say, another reboot of fucking Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. I'm engaged. It's it's a it's a Marvel show, and they say fuck a lot, and people are naked, so that's interesting. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that um, that uh, can cut that out. <laughs> Should we cut it out though? That's I fine. feel like we both said we were okay, but his glass is empty. Oh, so sure. that's all right. It's interesting. Because I knew of some of the characters, and when they introduced them, it ruined, like, I ruined it for myself, or just like, oh, I know who that character is. And I'm like, I'm a big fan of that thing and that person in, that, in the Marvel Universe. And I'm like, oh, that's not living up to my idea of what it was. And like, th- But I think that's all the Marvel movies, like when you go and yeah. watch Spider-Man for the third, fourth time, fifth time. <laughs> yeah. Six my brother in law is a big he's a long time comic book guy and I'm I'm sort of an off and on comic book guy. I'm on and off. I'm on and off. Yeah, I don't really know all of the storylines and everything. And this he does and he gets a little he loves the Marvel movies, he gets a little bit offended. Yeah. Part of the I think part of the charm for him is he comes out of the movies and is like, That's wrong. Yeah, yeah. But you have to ab- I feel I've abandoned that and it's made it more entertaining for right. myself where I'm just like, uh yeah, I, I know I know who Wolverine is. Yeah, yeah, I know who that <laughs> character I know but it doesn't matter. I'm just watching this movie right now. I'm like, because uh, when I pull in, well, in issue number 39, <laughs> he he said that. So. Yeah. And now we're back at suspect video. That's what that place is like. I am going to say my favorite I mean comment on the interwebs about Jessica Jones, and I just found it, was made by a brown comedian. I think he's brown. I don't know. I might be racist. 
but his name is Rohan on Twitter. Could be a brother, man. Uh, zoom in on the picture. Uh, it seems kind of brown. Okay. I'm not going to zoom in right now. That's but the tweet that he had uh, that has <laughs> thousands of likes and retweets is me watching Jessica Jones. WTF. All characters are women. The men are either bad or I can't. Oh, ah, okay. So that's what that feels like. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's but that's good. I will never experience that. It's not like, yes, but. But yeah. among all the other things, like the, I feel like the TV Marvel stuff, especially the Netflix Marvel stuff, gets to go into in more interesting areas. And the one of the upcoming shows, Damage Control, which is about the people that clean who, up. Yeah, it's like a half hour I, comedy about like, the people who clean up the disaster. That was a comic scenes. series oh, that really? came out in the like late eighties. Yeah, and I was just like, wh- like <laughs> kid, I was like, why? What is this? Like, yeah. yeah, but no, it's great. Like, it answers all these other questions outside of like the main stuff. Like, yeah. you have these people who. And they also have a reasonable argument for why they don't contact other heroes. So in Jessica Jones, the nature of the character that's her major antagonist, his power is so wily, so like fucking hard to deal with. You understand why she wouldn't accept someone's offer to like, hey, I have a buddy who, she's like, yeah, no, we don't need other people who have abilities to be in contact with this guy because yeah. this guy is fucking shady yeah. and like he's fixated on me yeah. and he's only fucking with people who I care about. How about we just keep it here? Yeah, internal. Yeah. So there's sure. a real reason for keeping it in this contained universe within a universe. Yep. Yeah. But it touches on the external universe that everyone, like little passing sort of statements. But there's just so many women talking to each other in this show and there were so many people who were not... You know, your traditional, and I love Chris's, whether they be a Pine or an Evans, <laughs> but people who look like that talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And, but aside from that, you didn't notice that. It didn't feel like they shoehorned them in, like no, they retconned. Not at all. Like the, the character Carrie Ann Moss plays in the comic book, That's a Man. But, oh, really? I mean, even if we think back to The Matrix, Trinity was the emotional power top in that relationship. Like, if we'd fully seen what they got down to during that rave, rave scene, I'm sure she would have strapped on something and given <laughs> it to Neo. Like, really? So, <laughs> it's not like that's even, you know, outcasting outside of type for her. I just enjoyed watching these different characters navigate within, like, a little subset of the Marvel Universe and that a lot of the people who actually got to say things and do things whether they were bad things or good things or fucked up things, were people with vaginas. So <laughs> I enjoyed, and finally a character who drinks almost as much bourbon as me. <laughs> did you catch that? Link? I'm did like really concerned about my alcohol. Did you? I thought of you yes, I like you. three different people sent me the link of how many things uh, Jessica Jones drinks. You do not, <laughs> you do not, I'm not, we're, this, I'm not going to say I, I definitely don't drink as much. I definitely drink slightly better quality, although yeah. the longer that I'm in a uh, <laughs> fiscally challenged situation, I might, you know, downgrade <laughs> to, you know, more of the teacher's old granddad side of things. And I mean, I was amazed when she got the Wild Turkey 101 yeah. as the this is the cheapest thing you have. I'd like to go to that corner store yeah, in New really. York. I need to go buy some more liquor in Hell's Kitchen next time I'm in <laughs> NYC, for sure. Well, let's take a break. We'll grab a drink. We'll play some music. 
Absolutely. We'll come back. Bourbon! We're back. Um, we were talking about Jessica Jones before, but it's this—it's this thing now. The culmination of the Disney strategy, where I feel like all my entertainment is, or a good portion of it is derived by people owned by the Disney, ABC, ESPN, Pixar family of properties, where if I could give someone money and just say I only want things that they make. I'd kind of be okay with that. I mean, I'd miss Fallon, but I'd be okay with Kimmel. <laughs> I I would. But if you think of everything that's under the ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Disney, including Dancing Apple, with the Stars, Dancing with the Stars, and my iPhone, they're all related to the same core source of you know one to three white guys is making money. Because let's not forget, George didn't just sell out his no. share in Lucas Phelps. He next to the estate of Steve Jobs is the largest single stakeholder in Disney, Pixar, whatever the hell that the is. The level yeah, really. of hookers that man has. I don't know <laughs> what, like what 
What would you do with that money? What are you doing? Like he's not. No, no. he doesn't. He has like he's got like one black lady. Okay, sorry, sorry. George loves black people, which no, I still have some questions about Jar Jar. But moving on. But it's it's. <laughs> but isn't Jar Jar supposed to be a Sith Lord in the end? Isn't that a conspiracy? Oh, that'd be good. <sighs> that'd make it. They better. were building him up to be, and now they've changed. I hope so. But no, in the new ones, there's not going to be like. Uh, super upsetting things because they're all going to be PG like 13, right? Like they all got to be acceptable fun, right? But well none I was of half no convinced by that conspiracy theory really? though. Uh, about Jar Jar secretly being a Sith Lord Sith and being Lord. a part Under of Because he said he was going to be a big part of the story moving forward. Maybe really? He'll be, maybe he'll be General really? Grievous yeah. later. Wait, no. That's they're in the idea. same timeline. Are they in the same timeline? Yeah, they're in the same timeline. Oh, but maybe like a General Grievous type. Yeah, but the idea yeah. is that all the things that he did where he lucked into great victories. Was that was like force stuff. He's actually putting on a show. Oh. And he's actually a, a Sith Lord. That's too and deep. Why did everybody listen to Interesting. him? Interesting. So shucking and jiving is evil. Yeah. And w <laughs> but why? Why did everyone listen to him in a political sense yeah, when political he when he became a in senator? Form, why yeah. did everyone suddenly? Yeah. When this guy's a clown. Because he has some kind of Sith mind control. Yeah, that makes uh, it's no. Sort of that's made a, good, a little it's sense. A good, it's a good. But there, there's. A I lot. really hijacked the conversation. No, no, it's, it's it's not. Hijacked. No, let's go deep on yeah. this. You're actually making me think there was a reason for Jar Jar. Aside That's from offending me, like, yeah, and like and those you know black cars and transformers. <laughs> I'm, lo I'm looking at you, Jazz. I'm but Jazz at you. was always Jazz. jazz I didn't watch this. Yeah, but the movies made Jazz even worse. Uh, yeah, because if you think of the time frame, original Jazz originated in, and then the fact that they remade movies and made Jazz even more offensive, multiple decades later in a live action film, not okay. No. Moving on. Back to <laughs> back to I have Jar no Jar. Point with Transformers, I can't. Jar Jar Sith Lord. Yeah. So there. Yeah. If you. Read but this is an online theory. Yeah, and yeah. if you read it though, it actually becomes. It's one of those things that becomes more and more reasonable, the more that you read. And I. Well, it, they they can flip, you know. Now they're saying, oh, none of the books, all the other stuff that came out. That's well, not, not all. They're deciding what's canon and what's not. There's a whole story yeah. group okay. that is deciding what's part of the real canon, what's not. And then they even have new comic books that are sort of, you know, canon approved. Okay. But then again, after that, they'll be like, oh, here's another world. Like they're saying, like, it's just it's never going to end. They're like, here's a universe. Here's another universe. Like, uh, you know, and then like. I'm, I'm, it's not fact. They're just like mash up with like current this world, like it's yeah. uh, the Star Wars world in this world, or like yeah, it's not like the many universes of yeah. of so DC. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> your your Earth one and two, which yeah. watching them try to describe that on the Flash was honestly hilarious. <laughs> or you like your what if universes, yeah, where yeah. you know what if X was Y. But this actually, this theory actually explains all of the stupid stuff that Jar Jar does throughout the movie. Sure, sure, you that know, makes he, sense. Because his character is just like so pointless. Yeah, and the, I mean, he trips and flips in the air and spins Sets a off the laser the around catapults his leg and, and yeah, shoots yeah, six yeah, people, yeah. and all of it sort of makes sense when you think of it He's that way. He's the Pink Panther. And there was a, <laughs> and there was apparently, uh, um, a quote from Lucas that I'm completely going to misremember but it was something about the fact that Jar Jar was going to have a bigger part in the story later and but then, Lucas and then he changed his tune okay. and said that he wasn't going to be as big a part but apparently but I feel like his black lady told him no to stop with but the Jar Jar he was big in the first one the second one wh wh where was he in the second one like 
Okay, so Amidala pieced out to hang out and bang Anakin. Was that by the second one or the third one? But anyway, he was taking... She got promoted, and he was taking her slot to, like, speak in the Senate about whatever that was trade the third dispute, one. whatever. Wasn't that the third one? Was that the third one or the second one? I can't remember. Uh, uh, oh, but then he also, like, led the Gungans in some sort that of... Was the why first do one. I remember this? This is, yes. talking, this is talking too much about the prequels. I hate this myself now. way too much yeah. about the prequels. No, I have a Federation tattoo. Stop me. <laughs> like, somebody who cares more about Star Wars than me needs to <laughs> talk about this oh. shit right now. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just. Yeah. I have Star Wars shoes. I have a Star I, Trek tattoo. There's a difference. I just remember as a kid. Um, I don't think I'm making this up. Like a weird bootleg of Star Wars because it didn't really come out in wide distribution or anything like that. I don't know. Somehow had a copy on VHS tape and watched it and had it memorized like the opening, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy yeah. far, far away, and just like had like in the music and everything. And then was so excited to see the prequels, and they were terrible. But then, want to be around long enough to just see it all crash on itself, like just be like, we milked this thing dry. Like <laughs> the thing, I guess, art like this is never art in quotes, like or creative or filmmaking has never been done like this before, or capitalism. I don't know. I'm getting all crazy. Like, can you think of something that maybe beer? I'm looking at beer ads, but I'm just like beers. Try to stay relevant, like, you know, trying to hop on to cool things, like, you know, sponsorship. I don't know. I'm just like. <laughs> I feel like with time separating me from like, when not, the prequels be, came out. I will not be the old man, like, when I'm 80 and, like, there's the new Star Wars movie that would be like, oh, when I was a kid, <laughs> like, it was the best. Like, I just feel like, this is crazy. I'm not going to say they were good. I'm not going to give no, them that no, sort no, of. I'm not going to do that. However, I'm going to say that there were elements within them that delivered on the promise they just didn't have them for long enough darth maul was and is fucking awesome and yeah. in my heart darth maul next to mace windu is one of the best black people of the prequels because i always felt like underneath that all even though i know <laughs> it's ray park i feel like darth maul at his soul brother man and hmm. If and only he because he he had, he had Windu had a good dad. Yeah, but he like also he had a big yeah. fucking lightsaber. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I just feel like Darth Maul and a couple other elements of the three movies that may not have been as emotionally rewarding as the other ones still had good pieces. It was just wrapped around a story that was much more directed at children and now that they have the other avenues like the lego stories and the There's droid so tales avenues. and whatever There's so many avenues they can tell like the funny versions of the stories separately from that and they have the comic books and they have like the animated things and you know we talked about Star Wars Rebels here before and the novels yeah. everything else yeah yeah there's even like a subset of those novels for the horror guy there yeah are, there are a bunch oh, of like uh, horror Zom Star Wars there's novels. zombie yeah. that I heard was a hit uh, yeah exactly uh, Back in the days when I used to get all my books free, yeah. Stormtrooper Zombies, things. right? Was that the one? Yeah, like, yeah there yeah. was. Yeah, there was some kind of black zombie virus. Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't. I, Did they explain why stormtroopers have such terrible aim with their weapons? Because <laughs> I, I, I feel uh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna wait for the new movie. 
which is December 18th. I'm super excited about that. I was watching one of the most recent episodes of The Soup, and they were saying that the day that they're airing the finale episode of The Soup is the same day as like the Star Wars movie <laughs> yeah, we have coming to pour, out. We have to pour one out for The Soup. Yeah. yeah Miss Joel McHale. I, I mean, he'll still be out there. I mean, there's always a job out there for handsome, blonde comedians. Yeah. I, I'm not going to cry for Joel McHale. <laughs> no, but that show was one yeah. of my, like that show kept me connected to what everyone was talking about at the water cooler in an office. I was just yeah, like, oh, we I'm think of the, you know, the Greg Kinnear and the Aisha Tyler of it all. Like, he'll be well, all right. Well, He's well not going to be out in them streets. That was talk soup. This is the soup. That's all. He pointed it out last episode. Semantics. No, he, <laughs> point, he pointed it out last episode. That's You're being all. a hipster again. No, no. You have to watch it. See? I knew what it was when it was called talk soup. No, no. I only really started watching it when it was uh, the soup. And uh, I will attest to that. Anyway, Joe McHale, if you're out there, you don't need us behind you because you're a handsome blonde man. <laughs> Let's take a break. Joe McHale, the soup. We will miss it. Uh, but we'll be back and uh, going to try to wrap up another episode. Hurry for everything. Let's make some music.
Year in general, the Jays almost got to the World Series. We got a new hot prime minister. We have things happening in the world in America that concern me. That one time at band camp, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, it's been good. Um, we've been getting episodes up and uh, trying to build a fan base. I don't know, we just had the idea of starting a podcast and uh, it's been moving forward. and Family and friends have been helping out, so it's been good. But, um, P, have you watched The Wire? I finally did. The okay. last time I wasn't working, oh, okay, okay, I a couple, forget, forget about couple of breaks between jobs ago. I and have still not watched The Wire. I was very happy to see one of the senior officers from The Wire on uh, Jessica Jones. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you haven't seen him yet because you've only watched one episode, but like old yeah. black cop who shows up later, yeah. he was on The Wire. Okay. Yeah. Playing a very similar character of like, I'm just X amount of time from retirement. No, oh, no. It's I don't want to get involved in your shenanigans. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to become friends with an old cop so he can always just be like, I'm just s- two years from retirement, Jay. I can't, can't <laughs> do that right now. I just, that's what. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who told me a few years after high school. It's He's the only high school friend that I've remained friends with over the years and he sa- he once took me aside very earnestly when we were drunk and said, "I only regret the things that I did not do." We all thank well. you. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have an off mic conversation after <laughs> this episode. Off mic when Michael leaves, or no, no, off no. mic when? Oh, okay, when all right. When we turn the mic off. Semantics. That was my bad dad joke. Bad dad joke. <laughs> That's our dad joke of the episode. Yeah, I'm so sorry. No. Um, the thing is, we, we, we started with revolving around the TIFF universe, but uh, we've sort of moved out of orbit from them. 
but uh, because we live on the east side of the city, <laughs> and they're on the west side. I don't even know if that. <laughs> that uh, He's west, west we're east. Well, yeah. you're sort of middle. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I live in Tuktiyaktuk. I don't even know what that. Are you gonna play stuck in the middle again for the no, end? No, no. Um, well, not anymore. Enough. Now they've ruined it. <coughs> But I feel we uh stuck in the middle with you, I think. Shit. We should go back to the TIFF well at some point and try to connect with some other TIFF people before our last episode. No? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll try to find some people who no, are no those no. contract jobs and see if we can get one on. Sure. Let's yeah. Let's reach out to Cameron, finally. <gasps> oh. I just want to talk to Cameron's Pocket Square. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Twitter handle. What a vantage point. I should have made one. Should have. Multiple people told me I should have made a Twitter account for Cameron's Pocket Square. <laughs> <coughs> I'm, I'm fighting a cough. Not a cold, but a cough. This whole episode. Fighting implies there's a battle. I feel <laughs> like you're losing. <laughs> Well, it's a thing of like, oh, I conquered this. You're not exactly Adonis Creed right now, which no. I still have not yet seen Creed. Oh. I feel like I have to. I have to, too. I, I actually didn't see Rocky Balboa. See, the weird thing is I, I saw I saw Rocky fantastic. three first. First? I, no oh, joke. No. I saw Rocky three first, and that's when Mr. T was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, and then I saw Rocky one, and I was like, wait, what? How, this ends weird. He loses. Yeah. Why? And yeah. then I saw Rocky Balboa. That's not true. But I did see Rocky III first because Rocky III was on TV first. So that's what I saw first. <laughs> so yeah. I love the first one. And I, I actually maintain that First Blood is a good movie. Interesting. I don't care what anyone says. I have to watch that again. Rambo. Rambo is bullshit, but First Blood is but a good movie. The line that, okay, what's the line that sticks for you in First Blood? <laughs> A line in particular? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's Stallone that Rambo throws out. No? Nothing? Anything? But you're putting him on the spot. I, I feel a, like, sorry, are sorry. you thinking of a line? No, no, no I'm <laughs> thinking of the, the line from Rocky Three okay. that Mr. T, and he's addressing the press, and he sees uh, Adrian, and like this this sort of dialogue would never be written in Hollywood anymore. It would be like, hey, woman, hey, woman, why don't you <laughs> come over here and give me some loving? Like, <laughs> and if any, if we know Mr. T now, he would never, this he wouldn't even do that the villain. Yeah, he's the But if yeah. we think and to the Incredibles, woman wears my super suit. Well and yeah. the woman in that movie, although you never see her, is equally unimpressed by the use of her designation as woman. Well, Rocky comes back with the line, hey, you got a big mouth. That's my Stallone impersonation. <laughs> no, it's, it's not bad. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe we'll wrap this up. Um, this has been an episode of Hooray for Everything in a Tiff. Um, I feel I'm getting looks on this side of the table this whole night. No, no, that's just my face. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, I felt the same way. It's it's okay. <laughs> All right, I have a cough, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but check us out on Twitter, Facebook, um, GirthRadio.com. We will be here. But thanks for listening, guys. Um, check us out again. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. This is hooray for everything. <laughs>